Welcome to the Rise Inside podcast, hosted by Justin Starbird and powered by Rise Robotics. Listen as host Justin talks to experts from the Rise team about topics relating to mechanical engineering, industrial design, commercialization, and innovation. True collaborations work when ideas are integrated at inception to solve significant problems. Rise Inside brings together how the team continues to work with great folks to commercialize ideas. You're listening to the Rise Inside podcast. Here's your host, Justin Starbird. Welcome back to the Rise Inside podcast. My name is Justin Starbird, and I get to welcome back Rosa Henderson from Rise today. Rosa, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me again. This is uh, pretty cool. I love having you on and hearing your perspective on things. Um, You know, you've been now with Rise for several months, working on a a little, about a year now, and... um, you know, we're continuing our series on Inside Rise, highlighting our team and what makes Rise so uh, unique in the industry and, and you know, the, the journeys that, that everybody took to get here. So this is, uh, this is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, I've been, I've been really enjoying listening to them and listening to what my colleagues' interests are and, and learning about them. So I think they've been great. Well, you're one of the uh, few employees that actually works offsite still, but um, you interact and engage with almost everybody in your role because of your proximity to to Ken and others. Um, what has it been like to to hear some of the interviews and you know then be able to talk to them afterwards? That that's the great thing about it because I do work remotely. It it poses a challenge to get to know people on a personal level and things like that. So you know some of the ones that have posted, like most recently Zoe and you know her dance interests and all the things of that nature were so interesting to me to hear. It's like wow, that's really cool, you know. So I think they've been a great outlet for people to get to know each other and learn about the people we work with. Well, and you're one of the people that that the rest of the team wants to learn more about as well. You have such a unique background uh, (laughs) coming to, to rise. We highlighted that uh, a few months ago. um, But I'd love to, you know, hear more about from hear about that. And, but first, you know, from your perspective, you know, talk to us, you know, what does rise mean to you today? What is, what is rise? It's it, yeah. It was an, an interesting way for me to get here. Like others, I I was more recruited to come here, which was great. And seeing the technology that Rise has, I mean, just today we had a meeting with a with a company that was talking about electrification and where the the country is growing, or the the everyone is pushing towards, and you know all the environmentalists and all the governments and that rise is one of the main solutions to have everyone push into that area and how people are approaching us to say, how can we get on board with being prepared for all the things that are coming down the pike? So it's a really interesting place to be right now. Yeah, absolutely. It is really fascinating to get other people's perspectives on, you know, who rise is, of course, just a big uh, trade show in Germany and, got some you know events planned for 2023 but you know um it is really interesting to hear you know people's perspectives of what rise does mm-hmm. yeah and i'm still learning a lot i am not from an engineering background or anything like that so to me it's all amazing stuff because i'm just learning all the time <laughs> yeah. 
Well, tell me a little bit about your role um, and, you know, what, how has it evolved since you got started? It's, it's really fun because I started just very much, you know, helping Ken manage his day to day. You know, it was started with, well, can you help me schedule meetings and help me coordinate with people and, and keep my calendar straight and just kind of keeping him on task. And over the last, you know, like you said, seven, eight months now, it's evolved into learning about the technology and the engineering aspects and developing scopes of work and working with the Air Force, um, working with Kyle Delacuola, a lot of his projects. And so, I mean, I've, I've even started to get to the point where I can uh, filter contacts that are coming in or inquiries that are coming into RISE and determining if the questions they are asking apply to what we do. And if it deems setting up a meeting with Ken or somebody else, you know, to push them through the pipeline. So I, I, I'm astonished at myself all the time when I spew out conversations like, Oh, I just said that I, I understand what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and for those that don't, that don't know it, and I don't know who wouldn't know at this point, but you, when you say Ken, you mean Ken Gray, the chief product officer for, yes, us, who we, we all know, you know, you keep on track um, and by extension, uh, a lot of the rest of the executive team and, and uh, managers here too. So it's, um it's been, it's been cool, but you bring up a really interesting point too about how you know you're continuing to evolve your own self-knowledge but also uh gain confidence in what you're doing tell us a little bit about you know what led you to rise and you know why it's so i mean not that you know we don't gain confidence in every role but uh, why your story is unique yeah, I guess for those who may have not heard my prior interviews with you, I am certified legally blind. So I had a challenging journey to get into the workforce and have opportunities to explore and develop my skills. And so this is one of the first more in-depth roles I've ever had as an employee and the amount of knowledge and experience and opportunities that have been presented to me has really been amazing. I, I didn't know that I was capable to the extent that I've come of the different skills I've developed. And, you know, it sounds a little bit conceited, conceited to say things like that, but I'm just surprised myself all the time. I'm like, I, I have a lot of skills that I didn't have a year or two ago from the opportunities that I've gained here. And it's just awesome to explore and learn. I'm always eager. I was like, the more I can learn, the more meetings I can attend, the, the more I want to do. <laughs> Absolutely. And you continue to not only evolve, but, you know, prove yourself right. <laughs> that, you can, <laughs> that You can do more. And I, I think that is so, so cool. How does, how has this, you know, confidence and such, uh, you know, changed your personal life and, and what are some of the things that that keep you going so that um, when you do come to work so to speak you you know your your uh, creative jar is full and and you're able to uh, fully apply yourself to the work at hand yeah it just it just it gives you confidence in every level I mean once you start accomplishing things in a work environment or in a professional environment you're like in a personal environment you can do things too and so 
just giving me the the confidence to go out and do things in the real world and you know explore opportunities outside of work is is enjoyable you know being able to go on adventures or travel or or do different projects around the house it's like okay if i could if i can figure out what some of my colleagues are talking about when they're talking about actuators and and in different engineering aspects i can figure out how to like put together this shelving unit for the garage you know <laughs> yeah no of course that's great <laughs> What are some of the hobbies that that you have or that you and your family enjoy um, outside? Um, work? It's 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 frustrating because of my vision abilities. It limits me so much, but I love being outdoors and you know exploring nature and going outside and doing things of hiking and especially since we moved here. Um, a little background: I grew up and lived in California and then Montana for a majority of my life. And so now I've moved into a much more rural area of um, Montana where I can explore hiking trails and outdoor activities. And, and it's so fun here. It's a smaller community. There's a lot of uh, community events that go on and it's just fun to be out and about. And one of my favorite things to do is to go to zoos or uh, nature parks and just be around animals. <laughs> so that, that's always fun. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think of Montana as rural already. So if you're going into even more rural Montana. <laughs> yeah, small I, town, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and this is somebody coming from Maine, you know, that uh, it's rural rural here too. So I get it. Well, that that is uh, pretty neat. Um, what, one, you know, one thought, one question about that is, um, you know, I do not have sensory deficiencies and you know when you're you know thinking about some of those activities how does you know how do you engage with nature when you're not able to to fully see everything and and capture it through through your other senses so that you know you get a sense of your of surroundings and and be able to you know like you said really enjoy what is you know the 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 world around you well, I'm very lucky in, and again, it goes to a prior interview you and I did, is that I have some technology that I use and the technology that has evolved over the last five to 10 years for the visually impaired, the all kinds of different disabilities. Uh, so the technology I specifically use is called eSight. And it's a magnification device that allows me to zoom in and magnify and see things, you know, out and about in the real world. Um, on my LinkedIn page, one of the banner pictures is a bunch of buffalo. And that was literally for me looking through my e-site and taking pictures with it when I was up at Yellowstone National Park. Um, so, you know, I'm lucky to live in, you know, the, the time we live where all this stuff is available and I can be more engaged in all those things by using that stuff that's out now. Well, and it certainly gives you inspiration to, to, you know, bring to work and, and be able to look forward to, you know, what to do afterwards. What made uh, coming to Rise, you know, not just a reality, but uh, when you looked at the mission, when, you know, we talked a little bit about the beginning, you were um, recruited, so to speak, uh, to come. Mm -hmm. What what made you make that transition, you know, to Rise and, and um, be able to, you know, contribute in the way that you do? 
Uh, I think one of the biggest motivating factors for me, again, was that fact that I was being given an opportunity to explore and, and advance myself. Um, but the technology of what RISE does was very interesting because, you know, even from a non-engineering background, everybody knows and hears the world is going towards electrification, like, you know, electric cars and things like that. So when the technology was explained to me, and I was like, well, shoot, that's just the next step. If we're talking about electric cars and electrification, electric machinery would be the next step. So it was just, I'm, I'm always very intrigued in, in technology like that. I'm not a super technical person, but I've always liked innovation and learning about new things. And it just made sense. Like this is the way the world is going. So it's going to be fun to learn about it from the inside. Well, and you get the feel like you're part of, you get to be part of something bigger too right and yeah I and, mean it's going to be a big impact on the world I think <laughs> yeah absolutely and and I think um it, it's really neat to hear from from your perspective you know coming from a different industry to to hear and you know seeing the value seeing the importance um but also you know being able to to contribute, I think is, is so neat. What are you, you know, from, you have a pretty unique vantage point within Rise where, uh, you know, you, you work closely with the, the product team, you work closely with the business development team. Um, you know, where do you see, uh, you know, some, some exciting changes on the horizon, some, some opportunities on the horizon, you know, for Rise and, and, you know, where do you get excited? I just, I guess because of the amount of inquiries we're getting on the business development side, I, I, I'm starting to recognize the big names that are coming to us and asking questions. And I feel like we're on the cusp. I mean, we, you know, once we have that one big contract or that one big opportunity to electrify a heavy piece of machinery, I think it's really going to be the turning point and everybody else is going to be wow, they were, they were, they were right. Like everything they've been saying is true. You know, we, we give an opportunity to prove ourselves and kind of in an odd way. It's like my, my experience, like I wasn't given the opportunity to prove my skills and my skill set until, you know, Ken gave me this opportunity to come here. So I'm just like, if somebody would just give rise the opportunity to, to prove what it's saying that it can do, that's going to be the turning point for rise. I mean, we have several projects already in the works and I think once people start seeing us out in the real world, it's going to be a real turning point. You know, we, I just spoke with uh, Tomas Sepp, the VP of engineering the other day. And, and um, you know, that he echoed similar sentiments and that, you know, in the, by the time we go live with this particular interview, we'll have passed the, the date of milestone. But, you know, as you and I sit here talking about stuff, there is a, you know, within the next week, we'll have mm -hmm. our first, you know, commercial test pilot out in the real world, you know, lifting and putting things down. Right. <laughs> through the Anthony <laughs> Liftgates uh, partnership. And it's so neat right. to see because that has been a labor of love well before you and I got started here, but, but certainly something that we're um, seeing the fruits of, of the labor that have, have come together. Uh, you know, like you said, waiting for that next partnership to, or next industry to let us, you know, prove that and, and seeing all of the companies that are kind of waiting in the wings to see how things go is, is really exciting, but it also presents the paradox as CEO, um, you know, Aaron said the other day, 
he was uh, in the newsletter about, you know, the paradoxes that the innovation is for companies willing to take advantage of what we're doing for the ones that don't, their comp- their competitors will. So yeah. uh, I think you're right. I think you hit it spot on uh, with that. It's, it is pretty exciting. It is. And it's just, I, I've seen a huge increase in inquiries and awareness and more and more companies approaching us. And I just, I, I feel like it's just on the verge that it's just something's going to be coming and, and then it's going to be like, oh man, why didn't we talk to them first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you see areas of opportunity relative to overcoming obstacles as well? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I think that there's a lot of opportunities that we're going to be able to take advantage of is just getting that right partnership. And then I think that, I mean, just day to day, we're having meetings with these companies that are just being very optimistic about what we can do for them. And I think it's going to be a great, great way to go here soon. Are there areas where you see, uh, you know, chances for improvement? Yeah, I think in the heavy machinery industry, I think there's going to be a lot of improvement with the efficiency, the the emissions. I mean, it's just there's a lot of things that we can benefit them in that it's going to, I don't think they even can grasp the improvements that they can gain from our technology yet. Like it's just so unknown. It's such a foreign area that people aren't comprehending all of it yet. Yeah. Now, what what is it like to talk to your your friends or colleagues? You know, once once you hang up for the day and and uh, you kind of check out, what is that like? You, you mentioned a lot of community events in in your small town, and in mm-hmm. is it neat to be able to share what you're working on? Yeah, and, and again, it's it's you know it's a challenge to me to explain it because again, I'm not a technician or an engineer, so I I kind of explain it in the layman terms that I can. And one of the quotes that makes me crack up is when I was explaining it to my husband. He's like, "That's just voodoo. That that just doesn't make sense." <laughs> you know, but it, but at the same time, he goes, "That's just so amazing that you guys can do that." You know, so it's like a double-edged sword. <laughs> yep. No, absolutely. Well, what are you most excited about that's coming, you know, here at Rise and what's coming down the the pipeline? Work-wise, I'm excited about all the partnerships that are potentially hanging in the wings. And I think that there's going to be some big opportunities for Rise. I think 2023 is going to be a big year. You know, personally, I'm excited about all the development that uh, I can gain from this job and all the things that I'm learning and you know, the, the skills and, and technology that I'm learning about and the, the equipment and everything is just like, I just love it. I just, I love getting up every morning and finding out what meetings we have for the day. Cause it's like, you know, exciting to me to see who we're talking to next. <laughs> hey, I do not disagree with that statement. That <laughs> sure. It is, uh, it is really neat to see all the different elements coming together and, and, you know, all the hard work that everybody's been putting in for so long, you know, listen, we're at the very beginning of scratching the surface and seeing success. So mm-hmm. you know, it's like, there's a lot more coming. Yep. I think it's going to be fun. And I just, I just want to learn more and do more and help in all the different departments and aspects that I can. And I I probably have a, a, a bad habit of taking on and saying yes, more than I should, because then I overwhelm myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think the whole team has gotten to where we are because, you know, we are willing to take uh, chances and and figure it out. Uh, and I think that's what's so neat. And then, you know, to see this partnership with Anthony Lithgate starting to actually come to fruition, 
it means that all those uh, yeses and figuring it out, you know, of course, were worth it. And uh, mm-hmm. and there's more to come. There's more to come. I know it's going to be exciting. And I'm, I'm looking forward to being at, you know, maybe we can participate in some more trade shows and travel and things like that next year. I mean, that's my goal is to travel and do things with the company and go to events and be a spokesperson at some point. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, great. Well, Rosa, thank you so much for for joining me today. I think uh, this was a great insight to to you, your development, and you know who you are as a person and what you bring to Rise. Thank you so much for for participating in this series on Inside Rise. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the latest episode of Rise Inside. My name is Justin Starbird, and on behalf of Rosa Henderson, thank you so much for listening. Until next time. You've been listening to the Rise Inside podcast, presented by Rise Robotics. On behalf of our guest today and host Justin Starbird, thank you for listening. Please share your feedback on our LinkedIn page 